Welcome to another episode of Talk Nerdy To Me, and this is a proper episode of Talk Nerdy To Me. We're not doing some weird spoiler review shit that we've been doing for months and months and months now. It's a classic episode. It's me, and it's Hagrid. Yes, it is. So, first proper episode, no spoiler review shit that we've been doing. So, first thing we always talk about is news. Yes. Um, Joker 2. Yes. Got announced. It did indeed. Right. Me and you have very different reactions to this, I think. Yeah, we did. <laughs> so, we'll go with you. Why are you excited? Explain to me why I should be excited about this. All right, okay. Um, because it's the only project that's doing something different with the Joker. Right. It's actually, it's not doing, oh, here's Jared Leto. Oh, here's someone else that's crazy and is fucking with the Batman. I'm really hoping this new Joker film doesn't have Batman in it. I don't think it will. Um, but I, I just quite like exploring the character in a different way. And I I was... I know they say you should be left wanting more, but I was left wanting more. And now I'm getting more, so no, of course I'm happy. Uh, but you're getting, possibly, we're getting a musical, shit, a musical gonna... with Lady Gaga as Harley Quinn. I, I think that's all chat, to be even honest. Even so, the fact that it's even chat is... is this is... Don't get me wrong, I was made to eat my own words. I did not want the Joker films to be made because they said they're going to talk about Arthur Fleck. And I was like, we don't want to talk about the Joker's origin story. That's like the worst idea in the world. I was wrong, okay? Sometimes I'm wrong. You've got a recording of me saying it. <laughs> but there was what, I, what made me feel so wrong was after I watched it, I went, oh, God, it's perfect. That's brilliant. That's all it needs. No, we don't need to continue. We really don't. There's so much left. That's mystery, and it's open to interpretation, just like the Joker's story himself. If you now do a sequel, you are continuing that story. So some mysteries we're going to find out, like the whole, oh, but it could have just been a mental episode he was having in that all along in that asylum. Well, now we'll know the answer to that. That ruins part of it for me. Potentially. There's no way of necessarily saying that that might be proven. I mean, it, it could... will if it continues. If it continues, how else? Yeah, but it could it... it could continue in his head in the exact same vague way that it's been, or real life, whatever it's been. It could just continue. Like if, yeah, if it bursts into song, you might think, yeah, fair enough. This is probably in his head. But there's always the chance oh, that that's just a musical I didn't style. Even, and it's I didn't not. even think about the fact it's a musical when I was making that argument. Oh God, they're gonna burst into song. But it might not necessarily be. In, did you read my my pitch for this film on Instagram? No, go on. Right. Oh, my, by the way, we haven't even said what it's called yet. It's because Joker Two Folly Ado. Folly. <laughs> <laughs> it's not called that. It is. No. Is that is that actually it's do Folly Ado? I've been, I've it's always the said, madness of two in French. Yeah, but un de. So would the, it be what, folly, the, the folly of duh? Then? Folly of duh. Yeah, that may, yeah. <laughs> Weird, you were saying Joker two folly of duh. I was trying to like shoehorn in an electric <laughs> avenue. Fucking... <laughs> I thought you were just trying to sound cultured. Oh, I can pronounce French words. Do you know what it was? Folly of duh. I got electric boogaloo and electric <laughs> avenue mixed up in my head. Then. Um, 
<laughs> anyway, I like. I didn't think they would do it. Do you know what the only thing, the only thing that makes me think this is going to be a good film is? Go on. Joaquin Phoenix has signed on to it. He said, I'm not going to come back for this character unless the script is worth it. I suppose he's, I can't think of a bad he's the film only, he's been in. He's the only actor who, if they offered, one, they couldn't give it to anyone else. Mm-hmm. So it depends on Joaquin Phoenix taking the role. Yeah. So, it depends on writing a script good enough for Joaquin Phoenix. A role that he won an Oscar for, so he's not going to want to taint that role. Unless he knows it's depends fucking Depends how many good. zeros are there, mate. I don't think so for Joaquin Phoenix. Oh, you don't think every man has a price? Not a man whose legal name is Leaf. Well... <laughs> okay. Yeah, he is, pro- he is an artist. I yeah, know, and but... he used... He... Use the um, Oscars to shout out veganism and vegetarianism. He's got a wife. He's settling down. Like he also went on um, Letterman in character at one point, which damaged his career massively, and he didn't care. Oh yeah, I remember art. that. God, oh, it's mad how you just forget about that. That was insane. when people thought he was genuinely insane. There's a movie. Yeah. There's a documentary about it. Yeah. And it's a completely fake documentary. No! Yeah, it's completely fake. That's what he's promoting. Wait, that's the film! It's a whole art piece, yeah. No, hold on, sorry. I promise you. I've never known this. Sorry, that was the film. Me and Tom have always wondered, what was the film it was meant to be for? We've never seen it. That documentary. Fuck off. It's a mockumentary. About Lacking Phoenix going Yeah, exactly. It's mental. But it's good. That's the sort of shit. If it was, if it comes out, Mamma Mia two, right? If right, okay. If we're watching this and fucking share comes out halfway through, yeah, and I'm gonna be fuming. But of course, Joaquin Phoenix has signed on to this. Okay, okay. You kind of got me there, but like, what would you want to see? What what would you okay, like I'll give you my pitch. This was my pitch on Instagram that you didn't read. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, my pitch is um, a new. Like sort of like the mutants in the comic books. Mm-hmm. Okay, a new gang is has formed in Joker's name in Gotham, and they're known as the Harlequins. That's what they're dubbed as. Right. And their leader is this mysterious woman who nobody really knows who she is. Mm-hmm. Right. And the whole time she's got a meat dress on. <laughs> exactly. But it, maybe it is Lady Gaga, and we meet her, and we think that she's Harlequin. You know, she acts the fucking way that we expect Harlequin mm-hmm. to. And Mr. J. GCPD, by this point, potentially even Gordon, right. comes to see the Joker to say, could you put out a message that just says, stop this shit? Like, because they're doing it in your name. If you don't agree with it or if you do, could you just put a message out to stop it? And, you know, he's he doesn't want to do it or maybe he does want to do it, you know, whatever. But something gets him into this world mm. he gets associated with this harley quinn that we're meeting or this the head of the harley quinns mm. i think she's gonna die off right. immediately we're gonna think harley's dead but the real leader is the therapist at the end of the first joker you know we see joker walking away with bloody footprints at the end of the first joker mm. i think that therapist who took interest in him i think he's gonna have maybe mutilated her and she's gonna be the real harley quinn and she's going to be the one who's planning all this in an attempt to break him out. Uh, see, my problem again now, again... It tracks with the whole Harley Quinn being his it therapist. It does, but here's another good, interesting thing about Joker. 
I'm pretty certain isn't every scene he's in it because it's like from his point of view, you don't see any characters talk about him without him being on the screen somewhere. The whole point is like you follow it through. It's like a head piece. It's like a, what's he call it when it's like a cerebral yeah. piece, right? That's what makes it interesting. How you're going to have to tell that story is going to be through well, loads of different, they... different points of view. And it becomes so much like it's a totally different film. Okay, Why... here's how they do it. It's, it is outside... We know this film is outside Joker's head. Right. Right. But every time they talk about what he did, they're vague as fuck. Right. So we don't... We know he's in Arkham Asylum, whether that's in his head or not. We know he's in Arkham Asylum. Okay. Okay. Why? What we don't know is whether the events of Joker are something that he made up in his head or whether something that actually happened. But we know he's a violent criminal who is in Arkham. So... They can just talk about whatever he did that got him there, but they never mention the Murray show. They never mention Arthur Fleck. They just and then mention is that what you're wondering why all them people are going nuts for him? Yeah, because and they never really explain well, why. Okay, they're going nuts see. For him. Yeah, that's a better that's a better sell for me. So right. I should be in Hollywood. I'm telling you, you should. I'm a big picture guy. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that was the main news. Folly ado. I can't think of any other really news. That's no, that was that was really the only thing I wanted to speak about. But it, okay, you have changed my mind. I'm now interested because now I see potential. I didn't see potential before. I'm I an optimist saw. when it comes to this film because I love the first film. I should be optimistic because I was negative about the last one, and well, I was wrong. Like I said, so I have faith in this writer. I, I, weird. What's his name? Josh. Oh God, um, no, I've forgotten what his name is. Um. Oh, it doesn't matter. Yeah. You know, the guy who wrote the Hangover films, I've forgotten his fucking name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I have faith, because I, when, when they announced that he was writing the first Joker film, that was the thing that, for me, I was like, mm. Yeah, that was the, the thing that also... The Hangover writer. Yeah, oh, it's going to be writer. a comedy. It's going to be horrendous. And I was like, oh, shit, no, we got Taxi Driver meets King of Comedy meets something else entirely. And I love that. No, okay. Yeah, you've won me. I'm up for it. Let's see what happens. So? I hope. I hope. But you're right. Todd Phillips. <laughs> That's his name. Um, so the next part is the trailers section. Trailers is what trailers I used. Talking. I used to do that. I will not do that anymore. I've just listen <laughs> back in my head. It was funnier when it annoyed Chris, but Chris isn't here anymore. R.I.P. Like uh, Doctor, he's like, ah, oh, correcta mundo is a word I've never said before and never will again. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, this is where we watch trailers. There's only one I wanted to watch. Um, and it was the Black Adam trailer, mm-hmm. sticking with DC at the moment. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so we're going to watch the Black Adam trailer and then we're going to talk about it. So that was the Black Adam trailer. I have several notes. <laughs> <laughs> go, go on. Um, right, okay, this is coming from someone who really. I, Black Adam is kind of. Pardon the one kind of black spot for me. I don't really know anything okay. about it. I've not really read any Black Adam comic books. Um, Have you read any Shazam? I, I know he's a Shazam villain. Yeah. Sort of. I You know, I, I know vaguely kind of who he is, but I, I've never really read anything read into him. Okay. Um, and I feel like that trailer was made for, for you. For me. Because right. it was clearly... We know you don't know who this person is, but look, <laughs> cool stuff. A little so, bit of origin already. Look, we got the rock. We got James Bond. Yeah. We caught a rocket. Please just watch this film. 
But Ezra Miller is in Hawaii killing people. We need this, please. Hey, you say we got The Rock. No, The Rock got DC. He has been trying to do this movie, apparently, for years. Years and years and years. Which shows he clearly made the decision to make this film before the MCU. Otherwise, he would be in the MCU right now. I think... Oh, God, yeah, because the MCU is, what, 12 years old? Or maybe it's 14 now. Oh, maybe. I know, I know it's at least eight. I feel like it's at least eight years he's been trying to get this movie made, but it might be more. I mean... He's, he's obsessed with the character, I think. I think he absolutely loves the character. I mean, that's fair. If it's a if it's a love project, if it's something that he's... No, it's not you know, a porno. No, fuck off. If it's, you know, Ryan Ryan Reynolds' Deadpool. Mm. Oh, yeah. Um, Then, you know, I respect it. Um... I'll go see it. I will give it due diligence. I'm not sat here going, I think this film's going to be bad based on that trailer at mm-hmm. all. <coughs> Sorry. I think it was a very pandering trailer. Um, but that, that's kind of what trailers are these days, isn't it? They've yes. Got, they've got a pander. Gaz hates them. Gaz used to hate this section. Um, I can't wait to get him back on to, to do a pod so I can do this section with him because he gets so vexed at what trailers show that he, like, in the cinema as well, I can see him sitting there gripping the <laughs> arms because he's just going why is this on i i literally just have to tell me the title and give me give me like a quick few images i don't want to be told about the story he hates that see that's why i like marvel do good trailers because they have well for one they're very good at subverting yeah the trailers, hiding the story you know doing things like putting hulk in the endgame trailer and putting um you know covering up thor's eye missing in ragnarok and things like that um also, they, they sort of, especially Takaway Titi's, they tend to tell a story secretly about what the film's about. Mm. I've noticed, like, if you go back and watch the Thor Ragnarok trailer, it tells the story of Thor Ragnarok very clearly, but I had no fucking clue what Thor Ragnarok was going to be about at the time. Yeah, no. Um, which is, you know, I have I a don't think Marvel did when they announced it, because if you watch that, uh, the, it was Phase 3, that, wasn't it? Yeah, beginning of Phase 3. Yeah, so when they did the whole... Um... Phase three, and they showed the title cards of yeah. what the film's going to be. If you watch the Thor Ragnarok one, it looks really grim. It looks really? proper, like, yeah, like Thor Dark World. It's all grey, old school writing, like how the first film yeah, was. Yeah, Death Row Before Attack of YTT. Yeah, I don't think they they even had any intention of Before Ghostbusters, and they realised Chris Hemsworth was a comedic actor. Yeah, that probably was just one big audition for him. But, no, I... I like the trailer. I'll probably see it. You will see it. Don't tell me you won't see that. The thing that annoys me. I'll s- yeah, that's the. Th- I'll go see it, but probably not in the. Cinema. I cannot see that working in the Shazam centric universe because that's the point. This comes out, then we're gonna get uh, Shazam two, and that's where I think they have some kind of crossing there. And then there's gonna be a whole Black Adam versus Shazam film. Okay, so I saw. Um, what's his name? Is it Atom? The Atom? The Atom's there. Um, I saw the Atom in the trailer. So that's obviously, you know, big DC comic book hero that is a bit too much like Ant-Man for... I thought DC Comics wouldn't go near it, to be honest. Yeah. I, I, I thought they... I think they're just picking now because um, like, Ant-Man's not done anything in a while. Let's just get this yeah, out. Let's get it out. Um, but that being said, the new Ant-Man film is coming out soon. 
it's next year, yeah. yeah. So probably so, around the time Black Adam's going to come out. Oh shit! Yeah, because this obviously, um, yeah, good point. Yeah, so they're going to be competing. Not not like it's going to be like the cinema wars. You yeah, know, the, the man who can get small and big at the same not time. Not like Armageddon um, versus Apocalypse. No, 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 not quite. Um, so I, I appreciated the trailer. I thought it was a good trailer. Um, it went over the top a couple of times. Like when he caught a rocket, cool. He hit lightning, <laughs> cool. You know, lots of cool things. That don't impress a me uh, much. But... And then they were, they, were, they were just very clear on the like, well, I kill people. It's like, <laughs> cool. Maybe, yeah. You know, is that going to be their USP? Hey, hey, look, this superhero film, but wait, he kills people. And I, I know there's a big line beforehand where it's like, superheroes don't kill people. Well, I do. And it's like, did you forget that this is DC? Yeah. <laughs> Superman kills a lot of people in his line yeah, of work. This also, that's a very good point. <laughs> I expect them, like, for them to go, guess what? We're going to do a superhero, but he kills. Yeah, DC, you do that all the time. Now, if Marvel do that, that'll be a shock. Yeah, exactly. Because like, they if don't they, do that. If they bring if out they... a Punisher film, yeah. that's as brutal as, you know, the Punisher TV show, then fair enough, fuck it, that'd be brutal. But, like... I mean, this guy hits people so hard. Of course they're fucking dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> of course they are. Are you telling me The Flash hasn't watched the first episode of The Boys and God can relate? That's why it's called Black Adam. His, his name's just Adam. But then they see what he does and they're like, no, Ooh, what, what have you done to that guy? I've just punched a hole straight through his chest. Ooh, that's Black. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's Black Adam. <laughs> <laughs> that's very Black Adam with a very calmer in the middle. Um, yeah, so... Kind of looking forward to that. Still a bit funny, but we'll see. Yeah. Um, so now we'll get to the meat and potatoes yes. of the pod. Fan films. I decided to make Hagrid watch some fan films. This is a project I've had in my head for a little while where I'm going to just every so often do one where I'll find some fan films and get you to watch them. Could be from anything. Could be from Lords of the Rings and Star Wars to other other fan fiction. We went with comic books this this time? We did indeed. Well, I, well, I best... say we. Right, well, I did, because <laughs> you're the comic book aficionado of the podcast now. That's fair. Of the of the of Talk Nerdy to me. Do we do about talknerdy.uk? I was going to say I don't I wouldn't consider myself a comic book aficionado. But compared to Bibby and Pete, most of Bibby's comic books he borrowed from me. Yes. So that does kind <laughs> well, of make me You are the source, honestly. Pete's a pretty good contender, especially when it comes to like Watchmen and stuff. But, oh yeah, um, that's a good point. But yeah, I would say I'm probably um best of a bad bunch when it comes to the comic book aficionado. <laughs> so we went with We've done two. Yeah. We've done two. One from Marvel, one from DC. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, well yeah. one and a half from Marvel. 1.7. <laughs> um so yeah, the first. Which was the first one you want to talk about? Uh, should we get the uh, shorter one out of the way first? And yeah, go on. on the big one. Later? So if you get your notes up, so the yeah, film is called so. 1986. It is indeed. There are going to be links to both of these in the description of the podcast, um, and I'm going to put them also either on the site or on the socials. So yeah, this first one is called 1986. It was by. Uh, well, 1986 is uh, a UK film uh, made by James Campbell. Okay. Um, it cost six thousand pounds to make, and the full title of the film is nineteen eighty six Batman Punisher. It was made in two thousand and one. Um, so quite a contrast to the other one, which two thousand and one. Sorry, two thousand twenty one. Sorry, yeah, sorry, I, I misspoke there. Uh, missed two thousand twenty one. So it was only a year old from where we're recording this. Yeah. Um. So I went into it expecting quite a lot. In fairness, mm. I was like, this is you know pretty new. 
they had all of COVID to edit this. I assume. <laughs> so uh, it should be amazing. Um, do you want what? What made you choose this film? Because I follow the guy who plays Batman. Oh right, okay. On uh, I think I do as a cosplayer on. Instagram, I think awesome. that's how uh, I found out. His or... name is Lee Charles, I believe. I uh, the guy who plays Batman. Born in Birkenhead, Merseyside, not far from that where might we were be one, Yeah, I might honestly follow him. And I just, I saw it getting advertised through him. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Awesome. It, that's what got me to notice it and follow it. But I hadn't watched it until suggesting it. So it was also my first time watching that in these Right, okay. Um, Go on. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll start. Yeah, I was just, I was just trying to think where, where the best place to start about it is. But number one, I'm going to start with the title. 1986 um, has nothing to do with. If I said we have written a film called 1986, would you know that it has Batman and the Punisher in it? No, but it's called 1986 Batman Punisher. It is. So that but might not, give me a clue. But that's only the subtitle. It's not officially on the IMDb. Okay, it's only yeah, on the I was poster. about to say, I didn't see it anywhere um, either, to be fair. So, my other point. I don't really remember anything about this film needing to be set in 1986. Other than the, the costumes... a lot of cocaine in it. Oh, and cocaine. Very yeah. 80s. <laughs> and the cocaine. No, I thought, um, like... But, Punisher is very 80s with the white. Yeah, it, I mean, don't that's it, the only yeah. thing. But then uh, I associate that as well and, with more and, of a 90s suit. And J- Penguin looks kind of like the Batman animated series Penguin. Yeah. Not so much the nose, but the top hat, and you know, quite you know, wider than he is tall. Um, says cunt a bit more than that one as well. Oh my god! Like the second he said cunt, I was like, oh, I'm in for a ride here. I can't <laughs> wait for this. Um, but but okay, here's my my problem. Okay, go ahead. I and I did enjoy it, but what's the story? I didn't understand the story. No, I know you. I I I didn't understand. I I why Joker walks in, like he gets a big entrance, and I think, oh, he's going to reveal something, or like I'm actually I'm in on this deal as well, and this is why. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, he kind of almost knows the Punisher's after him, but again, doesn't say why. The Punisher never really addresses him other than with the headshot. Yeah. And then Batman is just the. Yeah. For some reason as well. I I found Joker walks in and it's like, oh, who invited this clown? And I'm like, oh, gonna get to see Joker. And the guy's portrayal of Joker was I liked fine. It, it was I liked all right. It. Um Joker doing a massive bumper coke made me laugh. And then he was like, <laughs> Do I have wine on my face? So I was like, Yeah, that's funny. Uh, I like this. Of course the Joker's a cokehead. Of course he is. How have we not seen this before? <laughs> That's yeah, why he's white. Like he's like, just fucking covered in coat. You're like a disappointed parent. Ah, oh, why have we not seen this before? It's like so obvious. He's still got lipstick on. That's just a nosebleed. <laughs> I can't, I can't uh, but like, I, the film is is the short film. Sorry, is is okay. It the dialogue's pretty all right and fair. Yeah, no, no, I've got but, no issue with the script. Um, somebody starts shooting outside, and Penguin's like. What did you not come alone or something like that to the Joker? And the Joker's mm. like, "Of course I wouldn't come alone. I may be a maniac, but no, I wouldn't come alone." And then the guy who shows up isn't to help him. Definitely not. Yeah, is I'm... to kill him. Um, this guy then murks a load of people. Then Batman shows up like at the beginning of the Dark Knight and just fucking elbowing people left, right, and centre. <laughs> also, sorry to your cosplayer mate. There is a wide shot scene and Batman's got belly mates. <laughs> Really? Like, I assume it's he's he's done a lot of abdominal workouts. Right. I assume that's what it is. So with his shirt off, 
and Shumi looks ripped and he's got fucking six pack poking out. But with the Batman costume on, it just looked like he had a beer belly. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, Batman looks like he's been on a three day bender. <laughs> and he's just got a call from Alfred and gone, oh, fuck. Um, Do you think he had a beer belly in three days? <laughs> oh, well, well, I, if you eat and drink enough beer. That's but I, I don't know, it was... And then Punisher shows up. Sorry, Punisher shows up before Batman. Then Batman shows up. They're fighting each other. Um, Punisher shoots Joker in the head. Yeah. Batman mourns like he just shot his mum and dad in the alleyway. Yeah, it does. Not it, like, I wish you hadn't done that, but thanks. It was I've been par want, with that. I've wanted to do that for very long, and I just couldn't because of my morals, but thank you for fucking Lord for doing that. <laughs> like, he's like, no! At the sheer concept that this mass murderer has been shot in front of him. Um, then they're like, the one good part of the entire fucking shit. No, I'm not going to say that because there were lots of good parts. But the the, the best part yeah. of the thing is when Punisher looks at Batman and goes, what are you going to do, Bruce? And I was like, ooh, he knows who he is. I can't wait for this fight scene we're about to see. Yeah. Um... And then cut to black like we're watching the fucking Sopranos. Oh, like we're watching that first Godzilla film. Oh, what the fuck? That was... I, I did... My mouth dropped when it went to the credits. I was like, I'm sorry, what? Because in my head I was going... How much of, of this was because of COVID? Because then I began thinking, I didn't actually see them stand next to each other. No. Also, there were some wide shots of the Punisher that I'm not 100% sure weren't, weren't taken from the early Punisher film. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, is that John Travolta? Just that's, for a split second. That's a, that's a compliment, though. That's a compliment, though, if it is their own footage. Um, it looks, yeah, it does look that, good. All their outfits look great. Um, <laughs> okay, Gokwan. <laughs> their outfits look amazing. Oh my um, god. No, I, I, well, no, I mean, like, you know, it looked like a Batman costume. Apart from the armour on, you know, it looked, you know, when he breathed, I could see it. Um, but, you know, Joker looked original. Uh, yes, that was Penguin the first Penguin looked, I was gonna say there. annoyingly, the first ever live-action Penguin I've seen that actually looked like comic book Penguin. And didn't just, look stupid. Didn't just walk like Charlie Chaplin yeah. or be slightly fat like he was in the Batman film. He looked film. realistically like he could be the Penguin. Yeah, like, exactly. Danny like... is amazing, but that is not... A... The more you oh, look of at course, it, sorry, Danny DeVito. No, but the more you look at Danny DeVito, Vito, yeah. it's actually not a realistic-looking man either. No, no, he's you got... You would the, not see Penguin that doesn't have the, the claws yeah. in in the comic books. Yeah. Um, and he doesn't, you know... I, Pen- the Engl- he, the, I think he does have an elongated nose. But that's just... But, he's English, he's just got an English nose. But yeah, he just had a very pronounced English yeah, nose yeah. and it worked. Um, but I quite liked this. Um, obviously, I, yeah, I did forget about Danny DeVito there for a second. But um, <laughs> I... Sorry, Danny DeVito, if you're listening. Sorry, yeah. Sorry, Frank Reynolds. Um, but yeah, I, I really... For 12 minutes, I think it was. Maybe 16 at it's, push. No, it's it's actually... So it advertises as 12, but it's 10 minutes. Yeah, because of trailers. Um, I thought it was all right. It could be. It would be a very good first episode. Yeah, if it was an episodic series, I then want maybe... I part two, potentially three. Yeah, but you want a part two of every fucking film we've been <laughs> Uh, there are films that I wish didn't have a part two. The Godfather, for one. No, we it, can go well, into a lot of detail. Whoa, on that. hold on. Whoa, hold on. Sorry, two things. One, that statement, there's a lot of films I wish didn't have a part two. That's fine to say because, yeah, it's come out. I, do, it's, I don't want to be a part two. So there's a difference. If it came out, of course you're going to regret it. Second of all, you said Godfather 2. 
as your example. I don't like The Godfather 2. Now, I'm not a Godfather fan, but I'm pretty certain, don't people regard that as the best of the Godfather films? Some people do, yeah. And it's, you're, it's you're much, saying... It's, it's, a, it's an ongoing argument between people who think the first one and the second one are better, and then everyone agrees the third one can suck a ball. Yeah. Um, Just like Star Wars. Yes, of course. No. Um, Trilogies-wise, anyway. Um, but I, I would say... Um, but this why? isn't a Godfather podcast, by the no, way. No, but uh, I am intrigued. Other than Robert De Niro's scenes depicting young Corleone in uh, uh, Naples. Mm. Um, oh, sorry, where, where, wherever he is. Sorry, I'm, I'm having a mind blank there. Um, I think it's a Pizza Express in Wilson. Of course. Um, in, back in Italy, those scenes are pretty good. Um, anything with Al Pacino. And uh, he doesn't. And I'm not saying Al Pacino's a bad actor. Love him in Heat. Love him in you know Scarface. Love him in you know whatever. But you know, Devil's Advocate, great film. Uh, was not a fan of Godfather Part Two. Felt it was very boring. I probably need to give it a couple more goes. But anyway, um, there are more films. That, and, and don't get me wrong, some sequels are better. Terminator Two is better than Terminator One in my opinion. Spider-Man Alien 2 is, is better than, than Alien. Spider Man Two is much better than Spider Man. Uh, the Dark Knight is better than Batman Begins. You know, there's quite a lot of them. Uh, Shrek 2 is the quintessential Shrek Yeah, no, I was me. speaking about this because of the... Um, we're playing a wedding. It's not a secret. We are indeed. We're playing a wedding. Uh, Pete's getting married and the song we're doing is from Shrek. Yeah, by um, one of my favourite bands, Counting Crows. Yeah, but I, I remember speaking to Bibby about it and going, which one is it more prevalent in? And I think he said... Shrek 2. And it's Shrek 2. And I was like, ah, that's why I know it then. Because Shrek 2 is a banger. Shrek 2 is a banger. It does everything a sequel should. It expands the characters. It expands the universe. It calls back to the original while still being an original film. It's <laughs> everything a sequel needs. Um, People are trying to listen <laughs> to me and you talk about Batman v Super, uh, Batman v Punisher on a fan fan film, and we've talked about The Godfather Part Two, Shrek Two, Terminator, Ter- <laughs> beginning Terminator. No fucking hell, that's a different subject. Okay, I'm reeling let's, you let's, in. Let's get back. <laughs> um, so, I feel the thing that I was a little disappointed in was Batman. I feel like it, he looked great, but I don't think he was given anything to do. He had some fight scenes. He literally just screams no, and it says two lines, both from the same camera angle. Punisher had loads of great camera angles, loads of stuff. I just feel like Batman was undersold because he looked great. He, did, I thought he looked proper like yeah. Batman, uh, Batman, uh, fucking hell, the big Batman book. Why can't I can't remember it. The big Batman book. No, not the big Batman. Not like the big Batman book. Like the you big book of Batman. Yeah, that you give uh, to a kid so they can learn about Batman. Uh, the Dark Knight Returns. Yes, I went to see Batman Returns. And I was kind of where he's he's like fifty and he's yeah, he had, he's people. got just that the the chin. Do you know what? Like for a guy, you know, I am not someone. Who necessarily needs Bruce Wayne and Batman to be played by the same person? Oh, that's interesting. Like an old school Incredible Hulk. That's not. Yeah, that's not something I really need. Um, I've never even considered that would be an interesting take. But as long as they look, as you can, you know, you can kind of. Yeah, that could be Robert Pattinson's chin. I don't really oh. care. Oops, sorry, my TV is chatting shit. <laughs> Apologies. Uh, um, no, I know what you mean. Like, like uh, Kelsey Grammer and the guy who plays Niles. Exactly. Yeah, they it, they look like they genuinely could be related, but you could do them as like a before and after. Exactly. Like, oh, Matt Fraser looks like if Niles gained mass. Yeah, and stuntmen do vaguely look. You know, they are designed to look like the actor they're being a stunt person for. Um, 
so yeah, I, I don't know. I, I've never really needed that. You know what? There's the big argument where like Bale is a really good Bruce Wayne, but he's not a very good Batman. Whereas, well, so you, you're, so you, you'd have been like, let's get someone else to play Batman. Yeah, let's that just get like somebody him. else to do the Batman voice. If, just overdub it if you need to. I'm not that. Oh, you just do it how they did in Batman v Superman, where he speaks through the um, the voice, the voice modulator, modulator, which yeah. so then you do sound the same. Yeah, um, you know you can do anything. Um, so you know that that's a point for a, for a different podcast, really, but. Um, Punisher looked cool. Obviously, Punisher shots are aided by lots of gunfire, so Strobe's always look cool. Yeah, yeah. Shots look good. Um, there's a sort of there's a joke that uh, me and my missus make because Jazz was unfortunately subjected to these films as well. Um, where we go, oh, they accidentally got a good shot. Whenever we watch a shit film, it's from a John Tron video. But I found myself saying that quite a lot during this. <laughs> I was like, oh, they actually they accidentally got a good shot again. Fuck, I've got to stop saying this. This is actually it's not a shit film. Um, but yeah, it ended too early. Could have been easily an episode one of you know, or a two parter. It definitely it felt unfinished. That was it. Yeah. It felt it felt like well, I, it's I a very new it. film that could still be another it's only come out. A maybe year ago. maybe there is gonna be a part two, but I was Maybe nineteen eighty seven is gonna come <laughs> out. <laughs> I was just I was just left bewildered. Like Penguin also maybe there is gonna be a part two, because again, Penguin's story is very weird. Walks in, dead dramatic entrance, sits down, puts coke on the table, gets in an argument with Joker, uh, uh, leaves the same way he, yeah. he left, and that's it. Also, can we mention, the scene is, is, is Penguin selling a lot of cocaine to who appears to be... Both, I have no idea who that was meant to be. Both a very terrified and overly confident <laughs> Russian woman <laughs> yeah. who went from... Oh no! Fucking hell! What's going on? To yeah, fucking! I'm gonna shoot Joker in the face like she doesn't know who the Joker is. And I'm like, you could have easily just made that Selena Kyle. Yeah, I'm... I mean, I'm not. I'm not trying to narrow it down. Like, oh, there's only so many female characters that you can use. But you know, it didn't need to be Penguin selling those drugs. You didn't need Joker in there. So if you go in for a ball tickle of like, oh, look at all these characters. You know what? If it had been Selena Kyle, that would have been made it the whole end part interesting because what you could have instead. Is fucking Joker has Selena Kyle and like with a gun to her head. You've got Punisher and Batman opposite, and whilst they're like talking all about it, he shoots Joker in the head before he does it. Then Batman doesn't have to react that much. He reacts, but he doesn't scream bloody yeah. murder. He just gets annoyed, and then he Punisher shoots Catwoman in the head. Yeah, and exactly. then he reacts, and then he was he says like, she's a criminal. Yeah, she's, she's done this. She's done he that. He sees Joker and Catwoman one in the same. Batman sees the grey. Yeah, that would, that make would more have been sense. a good film. Uh, I've just double checked the IMDb. She played a character called Petra Lebedev, so not Selena Kyle. Um, not to be confused with Diesel Lebedev. <laughs> so, okay, I think that's that's yeah, that's all that's, we can say that's about tied that. in a bow. Yeah, um, just actually very quickly. Just, I've already said it before, but I need to point out again. This film did not need to be set in 1986. <laughs> it could have been set in 2005. It could have been set in 2021. So the fact that they named the fucking film after no, a very ambiguous set, year that it was set in. They just want to set the mood. That's fine. It, they did That's use fine. kind of musical overtones with it. That kind yes. of like the Stranger Things kind of keyboard going on. But, but. Uh, writer James Campbell, we still have cocaine today, but... <laughs> That's not necessarily... Maybe it's not like 1986 80s, quality. <laughs> Maybe it's not in an abundance like it was, but anyway, on to the other one. Well, we'll pause here. 
because I think we need a couple of beers. We do indeed. Right. Yeah, I'd like to point out that it is Pete's soft stag. It's okay to say that, because by the time this goes out, we will obviously have had the stag. Yes, and he Just... will know about it. Yeah, so it's fine. <laughs> but we're just having some little drinks before we go out, so that's why uh, we have to do a beer stop then. Yes. Uh, so the next film was... Now, before I sent this to you, I didn't know how long it was. I found it. I saw a load of people recommend it. It's called Spider-Man Green Goblin's Revenge. It is. Um... And I was like, oh, so I just sent you. Is that even the last one I sent? Because I was like, we can't do... I sent a few to Haggy. We're only doing two. Uh, so there'll be another one in the future. Um, I was like, we can't do one without a Spider-Man one because you're a massive Spider-Man fan. I am indeed. So I thought that would make the most sense and get your opinion on that. So I sent you this Green Goblin's Revenge. That it's actually... actually, sorry, it's called Green Goblin's Last Stand. Mm, that's it. Um, and that this came out in 1992. So we're going back... 30 years from the last film oh that was made God. and the difference in quality is immediate yes yeah culture shock is a thing that, that exists if you watch this film right after the um the 1986 I, film i got a weird nostalgia for this film because in, of the quality not 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 so much nostalgia is maybe not the right word but it was sort of a glimpse into what comic book films could have been. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, if they had been allowed to do what they had wanted to, then like, been given the budget. Like, I, I, I love, I love <laughs> comic book films the way they are today. You know, taking the, you know... Seriously? Com- comic books get to, you know, get away with, you know, a pinch of salt. All um, comic book and... films today are taken seriously. Yeah. Even, even the, even the comic comedic ones, so you can think of the silliest comic book film that's been recent, like maybe Deadpool, Deadpool two or yeah. something. Um, they are, that yeah. is the character being taken seriously. Yeah. Even if, even if they're making jokes ninety percent of the time, even that's like the true to that character. TV show, you know, making yeah. jokes all the time, but still, you know, grounded in realism. This is a real character. Yeah. This is, you know, costumes are made realistic <laughs> to modern day. They're leather. That you know, skin type. They're made to look. Just <clears throat> like anything not here. Ben Affleck's ba- uh, Ben Affleck's Daredevil. Daredevil. Yeah. Um. So, but what I loved about this, I I knew nothing about this film going into it. I knew it was going to be forty minutes long, and I knew it was Spider Man and fan made. I had no idea. About ten minutes into it, I turned to Jazz, my missus, and went, "This is the last night of Gwen Stacy." I know it. <laughs> and then she was like, "What do you mean?" I was like, "I've." This dialogue, I'm sure they've lifted it straight from Have the they, by the way? I, I've not double-checked it, but... It wouldn't shock me how you've said that. Where I was like, that is the most campy comic book dialogue. It's like... That would make well more sense. It's the opening scene where Batman is he's clinging on to um, the criminal's car, and he's saying, oh, you had to commit a crime today of all days, yeah. when me and my girlfriend have got an anniversary date. If she's mad at me, I swear to God. And I was just like, this is, this is lifted either from the comic books or a Spider-Man uh, TV show. And then I was like, the Spider-Man TV show wasn't really out then. No. So... I mean, obviously, it was the original one, but so this is. I, I'm pretty sure all of the dialogue was either lifted or inspired by that. the by the uh, dialogue bubbles in the original comic book, The Last Night of Gwen Stacy. It's so funny um, you went with that accent because actually, that's Peter and everyone sounded pretty normal to me. 
But it was when he, of course, runs into the criminals in the old abandoned warehouse. It's like, oh, we got a wise guy. You got an invitation to the party? I was like, oh, fuck, come on. Yeah. <laughs> come on, we're just talking about guys. Yeah. <laughs> just talking guys. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> can anyone, can it just be one person, like... That doesn't sound like the Arkham games when he's like, it's the bat! It's the bat! <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it, was, it was ridiculous, but again, that's what I imagine everybody in Marvel Comics talks like, mm. um, with a really thick Queen's accent. Um, <laughs> but I, So it started off with somebody, you know, Spider-Man jumps onto the roof of somebody who've committed a crime. Never really specify what the crime was, but oh well. This worried um, me from the when it started because I was going, oh, we're going to actually try and make this look like Spider-Man action yeah, scenes. Just like, and jumping into the air. And also, someone got the Doctor Who audio producer to make the noise of the webbing because it makes the, Yeah, it does. The, like a sonic screwdriver sound. You got, yeah, it's like a, <laughs> like a motor is yeah. spinning it out. It's the odd, yeah, I was just like, you didn't need to just put that would have done yeah, yeah. it's simple, it's simple. It, it was laughable I must say um, then there were uh, oh it goes on to he, he has a date with Gwen Stacy mm-hmm. um, and th- the second Gwen Stacy came in and they were they were like it's our two year anniversary I went this is the death of Gwen Stacy I guarantee it yeah I did also I, and this annoyed me later on in the film I was like okay I get my that Scene prior was shot in the dark. Why is this <laughs> shit shot in the dark? Yeah, exactly. I'm having a meal. She even actively moves the candle out of the way because so it's like I figured to make them so they can see each other as hmm. part of the shot. And it's like they had to go. Well, if the candle's not there, there wouldn't be any light. Yeah, the one they're in a fucking room. Yeah, the candles for ambience. There's a fucking chandelier up there. It mate. just made no sense. I was like, okay. And then I was like, maybe they've thought stuff looks easier on the eye in the dark. So you don't need makeup and I went, okay, that's fine. <laughs> Green Goblin's big reveal. Right in the midday sun. <laughs> okay, this guy knew nothing about lighting no. because that wasn't purposeful before. Oh, oh, there were so many shots where I was like, <laughs> this guy. There's one where um Green Goblin wakes up in the um, rubbish of his uh, of the the warehouse he was, you know, originally. Be, uh, beaten up in. Oh yeah, so he that, opens his eyes and boom, zooms yeah, out. And, and it zooms out when it should very zoom clearly in. be a zoom in, yeah. yeah and even Jazz turns to me and that should have been a zoom in, right? And I was like, yeah, it really should have been. That was bad. What's the um, guy called? Uh, the guy, the actor. No, the guy who did the film. Oh, his name is Dan Poole. He Dan also, Poole. by the way, plays Peter Parker. Right, okay. <laughs> but I could see them like going, Dan, that, can someone get Dan? Why? It just says here, Open to Norman opening eyes, then zoom. Which, Which way? way? <laughs> and then, um, out, I assume. Why would you zoom in? You're already on his eyes. Good point. Yeah, exactly. We really want to see his eyes open. So we want to be right in his fucking face for this shot. <laughs> yes. then, we need to, then, once we know he's awake, then we'll establish context of where he is. Yes. It's like, oh, he's awake, but then we'll tell you he's been passed out in rubble. <laughs> Oh, but, but what was right. So this is what was mad about this entire project. I like this. I just wish it knew its tone because... Oh, yeah. The best parts were Norman going crazy. Norman going crazy, slowly making his way to that warehouse. 
having a breakdown, the music, the tension, how he couldn't see him with a bit of blood on his face. Yeah. It's all that I was like, this is great. This is going to be like some 1992, the crow shit with Spider-Man and Green Goblin. And then he puts on the bright green costume. And goes, I know. And that I didn't understand why he thought that was a good choice. I literally I was sat there watching it and I went, "Don't be purple. <laughs> don't, don't be purple. <laughs> it's don't no 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 <laughs> no. Oh, it's fucking purple. <laughs> like if, if, if again, if that all been shot in the dark, so like he goes to kidnap Gwen Stacy in the dark. By the way, again, this was filmed at like twelve in the afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> he kills the lights she just sees silhouettes and then perhaps like as he throws the gas down to like knock her out you just the light from the, the explosion is all you see a quick flash of yeah. what he looks like but it won't be enough to show off the bright colours yeah. you just see the, the imagery and then have the because the final scene as well is in a dark warehouse do the whole thing like that yeah. and he was much more menacing but but why put him out in the sun? He looks as threatening as, like... Alien is only scary in the dark. Alien, when it's shown... I yeah. mean, Alien, as in Alien. Like, if you film, want the contrast, like a xenomorph, yeah. yeah. Xenomorph only looks scary in the dark. Out of the dark, it looks weird, but well, it, it's got a completely different feel. That's the point. Like, James Cameron came to make Aliens, and he went, right, I'm, I don't want... I'm not it really strong. Film, it's man. not going to be dark. There needs to be more than one. Because the fear now needs to be there surrounding us, not we're alone in the dark with it. Um, so Do you know, he went to that pitch meeting and apparently all he did was to, to get it. He came in on a board that says alien, you know, as it looked. Yeah. And then he just picked up a pen apparently and put the S that's on the end and put the pen down and went, that's my pitch. That's pretty good. Apparently. If you want to believe rumor, if that's if that's true, that's ballsy. But if that's also the man that said Jack couldn't fit on a fucking door in Titanic, <laughs> maybe he just went. I don't know, aliens. I don't know. <laughs> over time, I've come to actually accept it, that Jack he, couldn't fit on the door. Was it? Did he write an S, or was he just doodling that weird S thing we all know how to draw from primary school? <laughs> oh yeah, just bored, and then just got to doing a little S, and then realized you've been looked at. Put the pen down, and just went. Like, gonna lean into this, James. We've been here for forty-five minutes. What's your pitch? I don't know. Aliens. Yeah, <laughs> there's more than one. What are you thinking? Two? I don't know. Thirty, and there's a girl. <laughs> <laughs> What's the girl called? Rebecca. Is she gonna get called Rebecca through the film? Oh no, we're gonna call her Newt. We're gonna destroy this girl's confidence <laughs> in a film she's too young to see. <laughs> anyway, um. It, Will there be good points in this film? <laughs> Mostly. <laughs> there will be some. Um, and I think Aliens is better than Alien as Aliens well. is better than Alien. And it's... I think I only feel that way because... Right, Alien is a horror. Aliens is action. I feel that way because... Yeah. I prefer action over horror. But then I get why people would say Alien yeah. is a good film. I, I like We it, have gone off subject again, by the we way. We have indeed. Um... Okay, so to, to to bring it back very quickly, um, the guy who plays Norman Osborn was yeah. crazy and intense, but not quite the right crazy and intense. I right, I disagree. Up until he either he decided or the or Peter Parker decided that that we've got to go full Green Goblin. <laughs> 
I think before he goes high-pitched and he's just going into the madness of himself, he sounds genuinely crazy. And I, he, I, I mm, wanted it to keep going down that route. I don't know if it's just the actor. I, I feel that actor was a little bit odd. Um, it's odd, but it's 1992, so I put myself in that headspace. This is my point. It's probably one of the only good things a movie executive's ever done is point out to people writing comic book films, you need to ground it in realism because movies, you need to, you know, there's only so much the viewer will believe you. Yeah, you make the rest of that transition when you're reading the comic. I don't know about you, comic but books panel are, to panel, yeah. I'm filling in the blanks. Yeah. I'm hearing the voices. I'm interpreting that art myself. Also, comic books, are, you know, from their very beginning, they're marketed at kids, and kids are going to give you more leeway yeah, to get they're going to have their imagination uh, do more. You know, whereas well. you're showing a Spider-Man film that, you know, in the gritty... It's 1992, so Batman had come out. Um, so that that was the film that pretty much grounded superhero-ness in darkness, I think. You know, if, well, if, if you tried to, I say it, Batman, that Batman tried to, but then soon it, it wrong, mainstream still, media was like, no, you can't do that. It still has comic book campiness in it, um, but it doesn't have, you know, it's not. Dun, 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 <laughs> do you get what I mean? It's, why was your impression of Superman? So you can't see this, but why was your impression of Superman? A man marching. It was jolly go looking. Yeah, I know the song, but because I just feel he like... is America. <laughs> I'm just like, if there's one thing Superman doesn't ever need to do, I've never seen him do, is fucking march. He can either walk at his own pace or fucking fly or hover. He does never, ever, ever need to march. What if he's Clark Kent? When does Clark Kent need to march? He's I don't a know. journalist. Patriots Day. Patri- <laughs> I don't know. Uh, anyway, um, so in, in, but this film clearly came from somebody who loved the comic books. That's the I could, I've said only ne- negative things about this film so far. So I actually want to say some positive things about. Uh, it. Yeah, I want to point um, out that Hagrid is normally quite a positive person when it comes to talking about films I am, and TV. I, I, and you've been nothing but shitting over this I, past I know, two I, 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 I don't want to be because I, I love a good bad film. Right. I'm... Oh my God! You sound like a mother-in-law. You just you, so it's a the bad films. Right. No. No. Right. Okay. That that's what I'm gonna say. I'm not saying this is a bad film. <laughs> I'm saying I I do love I love films that um have imperfections in them. Okay. okay. Good so, say. Um, the room is a bad film. Okay. No, no wrong. Birdemic. Bad film. Trolls two. Bad film. Um, Mac and me. Bad film. Um, but. This film wasn't a bad film at all. I won't, I, I won't call this a bad film because the thing that this film has that all those other films don't have is this didn't have a massive studio behind it patting them on the back the whole way going, yeah, that's sound. I mean, I get The Room didn't have a studio, but it cost $6 million to make The Room. And this that one should cost... have been better. This film cost $400. Which in 1992. 92, which is, is still only worth, like, then two grand, maybe. I will point out Birdemic, Shock and Horror, right, which is a, a favourite terrible film of mine. It was made later, so don't get me wrong, obviously there are currency exchanges, mm. but that cost ten grand to make. Did it? And it's the worst film I've ever seen. I've seen Jazz made a good point that a lot of that might be based on um, the very terrible CGI that's included in the film. I think it but will the be the audio CGI. engineering is terrible. The acting is terrible. 
the she the scene placement is terrible the arrangement of the film is terrible so but this film is arranged really well obviously it's following a template of the comic I books. think now now you've said that because of the thing before I think you're right I think it did follow a template I think it did follow that comic beat for beat well, so he has had a little help do you know what gave it's it, not like he didn't credit it do you know what gave it away for me that it was but it was based on the comic book there is a scene when um uh, very early on in the film um peter parker and gwen stacy they're sat in the restaurant having their second anniversary mm. and norman osborne drives past in in a car taxi in a taxi yeah and um Gwen Stacy makes the point, oh, he must have recovered from his amnesia. Right. Now, if you know the comic books, The Night of Gwen Stacy, um, Norman Osborn was the Green Goblin until he has a fight with Peter Parker in a warehouse yeah. where he gets amnesia and he forgets that he was Green Goblin. Now, until? Until, obviously, he gets home, he starts to, you know, see things, he reminds, he remembers that he's the Green Goblin and the events of this film unfold. So, this film mentions something that happened before this film with yeah. very little context yeah <laughs> it doesn't mention the fact that he you know green but Go- it does he, did, there isn't an inner monologue of peter parker going oh she never knew that actually that it was us who fought it waits till later and norman osborne's like oh we fought and he beat me but i am the green goblin it's like that's something that comic books would put in to let you know this is going to be a Green Goblin story. Yeah. I, you, know, I, I, you know, there's those I'm, little yeah, boxes that's like, if you missed this, check out Spider-Man <laughs> issue 58. I am picturing now that you could bookend it with someone doing this Stan Lee impression, like going, hello, true believers, and we go now to Spider-Man it, sitting atop a, sea, uh, a rooftop on his way to see his girl. But wait! Trouble is afoot. Yes, and then it, it just starts. I will say, right, okay, while doing some research for this film, mm-hmm. um, Dan Poole, who who um, directed, wrote it, um, It will. I will say on IMDb, it says adaption and original writer Jerry Conway and Gil Kane, who did write the movie. There we go. Crazy. Okay, so um, that's a confirmation. So um, the guy who adapted it, directed it, and played Peter Parker... Um, he was a good Peter Parker. Yeah, great Peter Parker. Did yeah. the voice pretty well when he wasn't, you know, in it, when he wasn't trying too hard. He was yeah, very but I thought um, at one point I did think when he when he was at Norman's door with the scarf on, I was like, shit, is that Val Kilmer? Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. And then it was like, oh shit, no, it's not. But it was the word like shades of like he does look a bit like Val Kilmer. I was like, did we miss out on a really good Spider Man in very young Val Kilmer? Also, um, a point I will make. Oh, sorry, I'll finish this point mm, and then I'll make mm. that point. Um, Dan Paul decided to take it to some festivals. Okay. I don't know if he took it to like Sundance or whatever, but he took it to some film festivals and it got a pretty big cult following. And it got to a point where Stan Lee heard about it and Stan Lee officially gave him his endorsement. Really? He said, I like this film. You've done a great job. He officially endorsed it. Wow. That's quite an achievement. It is. I mean... Back in the 90s as well. So this is before Stan Lee was a big pop culture person. Back then, he was just the Marvel comic god, if you get what I mean. So he officially... Only only like nerds and when nerds wasn't as popular, it wasn't as okay 
Only yeah. real nerds knew who he was. So to get that endorsement, also on that point, the very beginning of the film says featuring Stan Lee's Spider Man. So yes, fuck it does. you, Steve Ditko. <laughs> <laughs> If you really want to get Stanley's endorsement, just leave Fuck out. off, Steve <laughs> Um Anyway, so that, that's my point about it. Um, my follow-up point, um, which I'm trying to remember very hard now. Um, oh, that's job. it. Um, there's a very good uh, scene, a couple of scenes with the guy who plays Peter Parker, hmm. where... I was like, oh, he is a bit Tobey Maguire. He is a bit Andrew Garfield. Yeah. He is a bit Tom Holland. Like, he, he did a very good job of embodying all of them. Um, but the Before any of them had been cast. Exactly. It was an amazing job he did. Well, um, again, watching the film, there is a scene that a lot of uh, movie fans will know as, like, the final scene of the first Spider-Man film. Where Norman is crushed by the yeah, he's, he's talking to um, Spider Man and he's trying to pretend that you know he's all okay and he's all healthy and nothing is going on. Sorry, my dog's just walked in. Ah, Diesel, um, special guest Diesel. Um, but what all the while the glider in the background is coming to impale. Sorry, he's just breathed into the <laughs> mic. Um, all the while, the glider is lining up behind Spider-Man mm. to take him out. Uh, last minute, Spider-Man does a big backflip and it hits Norman Osborn and kills him. Um, comic book fans will know that that's actually a scene directly from the comic book. I didn't that, know that. That's come directly from the death of Gwen Stacy. That is how Green Goblin dies in the comic books. Mm. Um, so Sam Raimi took that originally from um, the comic books. So that's a good point. However... This film manages to do it in such a brutal way by using a piece of logic I hadn't realised. In the Sam Raimi... Just keep going. Yeah. The Sam Raimi film, it stabs him, it stops. But this glider has no no reason to stop. (laughs) It's like, its engines are still going, so it just keeps impaling him against the wall. Like, the motors are still going, the whole way through. Ralph Wiggum at the side of him. He's gone. He's already He's already numb. Like, like it, but I was like, oh, how did Sam Raimi miss that? Because that's horrible. Maybe Sam, yeah, but maybe Sam Raimi, if he kept going, he couldn't get the final words out. I maybe, would say. yeah, yeah. But, but I, I still liked that death. It was the bit I, as well. He's banging his head on you, the. I thought. Have it, you heard the theory? Sorry, that when he says those final words, that's Norman Osborn from No Way Home. No, why? what does he say? Because Remember? think about it, he sends them all back. At yeah. the end of No Way Home, he sends all the villains back to where they were yeah. right before their death. And Norman Osborn says, don't tell Harry, just before he dies. So Norman is back to Norman in that moment. He dies, he's gone, he comes back, and it's Norman. Did he find Osborn. out if Harry became a Green Goblin? He never knows. But no, all... but I mean, did he find out in No Way Home? Uh, no. No, 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 know of, anyway. no one like Doc Ock said anything like. Uh, sp- the only reference to that Green Goblin I know of was Tobey Maguire saying like, "Oh, I oh, had a best friend. friend. I had a friend, and then he went suicidal and tried, oh, uh, homicidal and tried to kill me." Um, but that the the idea is that's also why Doc Ock at the end of Spider Man Two suddenly changes his mind about the machine. 
and is okay to have it buried in the river because he's back to normal to Otto from the end of No Way Home. Well, he's back to Otto anyway because it's because the inhibitor chip gets smashed or the inhibitor chip works again. Something happens there and he kind of changes his... Oh, maybe, does he? Am I making that up? I think he fights it. Now. They're on Disney+. Plus. Have they you seen are, They are. Well, Spider-Man 3 and No Way Home aren't. So no way Spider-Man home, 1 and 2, imminent. Amazing Spider-Man 1 and 2, no way and home Homecoming are. It will happen. Um, Spider-Man 3, they might just want to wipe that. Yeah, maybe. Um, Although Sam no, they've, it, official, so... they've officially said they are putting it on. I, right. I, I saw it on the Why is that taking so long? I think they're doing it in stages. Because uh, I think they're going to do it because... Um, money grabbers. No, no. Uh, well, yeah, but because... Um, <laughs> no. Multiverse of Madness is coming on on the 22nd. Uh, so I think they might... What, Jake... what they're doing is it's because Netflix have realised that if they release an entire season of Stranger Things at once, people stay around for five hours and then they fuck, fuck off. Out. But if they release them once a week, people watch an episode of Stranger Things and then maybe watch something else on Netflix and then they come back next week and they watch an episode of Stranger Things and then maybe watch something else on Netflix. So that's why Stranger Things has been released in two parts this time because they realised releasing a series all in one go is bad for business. Yeah, isn't it mad that that was a USP? Like, it was, like, you went, you oh, oh this is a great thing, right? It's Netflix, and you can watch what you want, when you want. What's so you can watch it all right away, yeah? And then Netflix like, oh, so you like to watch things right away? We'll just do that with everything. Bam, bam, bam. bang, bang, bang. And then yeah. the competition goes, we're going to do the same. You can watch what you want, when you want, but we will release it. Whenever we want to. Almost like the television. We went, oh, right, we'll go back to that. Because it's so different. We've gone so long. I actually prefer weekly. I know you fucking hate it. Because you don't watch it. You you let it The only thing... So you would watch it if it came out all at once. Um, Yeah. Some shows I will watch as they come out. Because I have to. Obi-Wan, I've kept up with. Well, fairly kept up with. I've watched it, you know, every Wednesday or Thursday that it's come out. Hmm. I've... However, the problem with waiting until it's finished is you end up just not watching it. So I've still not watched Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Fuck off. I've watched WandaVision. I've watched Loki. Sorry. Um, But I've not watched Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And I've not watched Moon Knight yet either. I mean, I'm going to give you an inch on Moon Knight. But I shouldn't because... Fucking love Moon Knight, but I wouldn't let you off with that. But Falcon the Winter Soldier, Jesus fucking Christ, I'm amazed. I, I started Book of Boba Fett this week. I mean, I, mm, yeah. That's the thing. Yeah, Wait you've probably the heard stuff, so people, you've maybe people go, it off. It's shite, or it's just but Mandalorian. But you do need to watch it, because... I, yeah, exactly. That, that's the thing. Like, when, when Moon Knight gets announced in a film, I'll watch Moon Knight, probably. Um, <laughs> no, watch that or, one. Really put... I will watch... I actually... I do want to watch Moon Knight. I am going to... Because I like Oscar Isaacs. Mm. I really like Moon Knight as a character. I do want to watch that. Um, but Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I'll wait until, the, until Anthony Mackie's in a new film. Okay. Um, not because I don't like it, but because... Just because you're racist. Of course. Um, <laughs> I am not racist. Yeah, that's um, one. Um, but I, no, I, I, I've really liked Obi-Wan as it's been going on, but um, I watched... Uh, I've sent you a couple of his videos online. There's a guy called Matt Pat, who a lot of listeners, they'll probably know. He has a channel called Game Theory, one called Film Theory, one called Food Theory, where he just does loads of weird stuff. Food Theory is by far the better one, actually, as well. It's weird. Um, McDonald's is actually a real estate company, not a food company. Anyway, um, so in his film theory, 
he um, talked about why Netflix aren't doing very well. So you know Netflix have started introducing adverts? What? So Netflix are, are starting to introduce an option where you don't have to pay as much, but you get some adverts. Or you can pay a premium and you don't get any adverts. Exactly. People are pissed off by it. And Matt Pat, this, this YouTuber, was trying to look into why Disney Plus aren't having to do that. Why Amazon Prime aren't having to do that. Mm. And one of the things he came up with was this point of Netflix, you know, dump a season on. People are only there for the length of the season and then they leave. Yeah. Whereas you can spread it out over weeks if you drop them them over time, which is what Disney Plus are doing, which is what uh, I'm pretty sure Prime do as well. Yeah, Prime are doing it as well. Um, They've always done that. And the other point is Netflix are making really good shows. They're making shows that, you know, are really good dramas. Uh, you know, they... Documentaries. They, documentaries. They really spearheaded, like, Breaking Bad and um, uh, Stranger Things and, you know, Ozarks, these sorts of shows. And what does one thing that all Netflix shows have in common? They're just not merchandisable. True. I mean, Stranger Things is probably the only it's one. It's the only one. And what are you going to do? Buy a doll of a Demogorgon? <laughs> That's it. None of the characters look unique. Like, if you bought a Funko, Funko Pop of Mike or yeah. Will... Or Lucas. Now, careful what you say, because Steve Harrington, I would. Steve Harrington, fair enough. Or Eddie, or maybe Eleven. But you're not going out and buying plush dolls and badges. Whereas, what have Prime got? The boys. you need to validate that Stranger Things isn't that marketable. You could just go, let's say Stranger Things is very marketable. It's what still else is a there? tadpole and a pond. Exactly. Queen's Gambit, what are they going to do? Market a chess game. <laughs> whereas... Disney Plus have Grogu. Yeah. The most recognisable symbol of the pandemic, arguably. Yeah, I reckon. Yeah. What of Amazon Prime coming out next year? The most expensive TV show ever, oh, Lord, of, Lord the of the Rings, which is going to be incredibly merchandisable. All Star Wars, all the Marvel. And what of Netflix that. They got? don't have anything marked. Like, There's just nothing that you can sell in HMV, in, in game, in Hot Topic. There's nothing. Apart from those hilarious t-shirts that say Netflix and chill, question mark. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I'm like that we're like, on the same page. Though. Yeah, think of a of a Netflix show, a groundbreaking Netflix show. It's amazing. But once you leave Netflix, what then? What, like a Mormon leaving the fucking, the, the town for the first yeah, time? No, but do you get what I mean? Like when you, you, you finish watching The Boys, you can get The Boys comic books. Obviously, they would be. Oh, that. I think like quitting so Netflix. Get, no, 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 no. I don't mean like uh, quitting Netflix. Once you've finished watching the show that you're watching on Netflix, and you hit the home button or you go back or whatever to whatever you're using, Roku, Apple TV, uh, Fire Stick, whatever. Hmm. What is there then? Whereas on Disney Plus, you've got all their other TV shows that are linked. So it's like you've finished what Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Here's eight other TV shows that are in the exact same universe and you kind of need to watch as well yeah, to fit in with each other. We've got all the films here as well. Oh, do you like Star Wars? We've got all of them. <laughs> Can I say, this is, this is my favourite episode we've done in a while. I especially like... At first I was trying to reel us in from like going off on one. But I'm loving this because this is how the old episodes used to be. We just used to talk news, talk trailers... Try and talk about the subject and just deviate off because yeah. of either drink or just whatever. 
But this is what's good about fan films. This is why you should watch a fan film because it gets you interested in the film. You're going to exactly. either talk about what you like or you don't like. It's going to make you remember the original product and then you just... Like, exactly. We have just got, gone off on a complete fucking tangent. Exactly. Um, very quickly, uh, my friend James has just recently featured in a, uh, not a fan-made film, but a, uh, a budget film called Mother Sky. Check that out. That's really good. Uh, horror film. Uh, but, you know, along Was the lines of... Was that the one about budget, the moon? No, 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 no. It was about two travellers who, who sort of come into a town that they shouldn't... Oh, okay. A sort oh, of a back-end town. Um, no, it's very good. No, actually, it was worth checking out. Um, I think it's on... It's got, like, a GoFundMe page going. Um, so, yeah, go check that out. Um, but other than other than that, I, I would like to... But do you like to anything about the Spider-Man? I would like to... I really would like to commend um, Dan Paul, the guy who made it, because what he's done is he's gone into... A project that he had a lot of love for. He clearly loves Spider-Man. Yeah, no that. one would put this amount of effort. And no one would risk their life. Uh, here's the other. You exactly. Know, the swung the, around there the were the parts book. where I went, "How the fuck has he done that? Like that's dangerous." Yeah, I was like, if that if that hadn't gone right, he'd die. And mm. he probably gets one take at that as well. Yeah, and he's proper swinging from like he's he's he very, goes out. He goes out. He's very clearly got. Uh, some sort of um, grappling hook, or I don't know if maybe he's got something like something secure under his suit that's going through his sleeve, so he can sort of. Oh, I think he has actual spider powers. Um, oh, obviously. Um, but he, I mean, obviously he was holding on to a rope. Um, but whether the rope was like connected to a harness or something like that, I don't. I don't know. But he was hanging off the ground. Like, yeah. no, there is not a single iota of Dragon CGI of in this car. film. Yeah, he's, and he gets thrown off the top of that car yeah. when they break as well. The um, only thing was when Goblin was on a fucking a hoverboard. <laughs> yeah, you, there, there were times, like, going back to that scene where the hoverboard was coming towards Spider-Man at, at the end, you know, with his back turned. It was like it's George. very clearly being held by someone. <laughs> Isn't it going really so, like, the speed of Joe's, like, dun dun it's like move like the fucking evil dead go fast and it's filmed like amateur POV porn <laughs> it's terrible oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's got really really good moments it does and um, it's inspiring in a way that because I, I I went oh this is a bad budget for a bad studio flop sort of thing mm. Once you watch it, you know this clearly wasn't made by a studio because a studio would never have released it. But that it sounds like a bad thing. I'm not. I'm not saying the studio would have made the right decision by not releasing it. I'm saying somebody who was a perfectionist who wanted to make money off this would probably have said, "Oh, let's not release it." But as an actual piece of art, as a Spider-Man fan, sorry, my dog Diesel's just come back in and um. <laughs> This is a roommate have dressed him up in a sparkly dress. <laughs> oh. um, anyway, uh, he looks like a cardigan at the royal wedding. <laughs> uh, so we, I, I, I thought it was good. I don't know if I'd watch it again. No, I. I but, that, but I, I also in that wouldn't watch it again to laugh at it 
like I do the room or no. Birdemic. I respect what this is, and if it was made today, it would be a lot better. It's As restricted is proved by with nineteen ninety six. That looks. It, isn't it funny how we've gone with like all style, and maybe a lack of yeah. substance. And all then... shit, no fart, and then all fart, no shit. <laughs> so. I don't know which of them is going to be the good one. <laughs> Neither's good, but if they can meet in the middle. <laughs> oh. um, I also like how we don't rate them, because um, it's, yeah, just take what you want from what we've said on this. You watch like them. It. Go Always and watch, watch them. them. Watch because them you will, you'll have, decision. if you've not watched them already, um, obviously you're at the end of the podcast now, so you know, um, but go and watch them and then listen to this again. You'll probably agree with us. You might disagree with us. Um, but at the end of the day, it's a fan-made film. I don't think I could do better. No, that's true. Not I, I, I never went point think I was like, do I'd, do that. I'd do that better. I was thinking... I was, was I'd do that differently, do. maybe, with a couple of zooms and stuff like that. But that's only because I have years of watching comic book films and knowing what they're meant to look like. This person didn't. No. This person had no idea what a comic book film was meant to look like other than Christopher Reeve's Superman and Tim Burton's Batman. Batman. It's like, they're so... Different. And they're DC as well. He's like, yeah. I'm, it's Marvel. He will have thought it's just a different product anyway. It, it, it's well done. Well done. I, I thought it was really <laughs> you're out there. If well you're out there, Dan Paul. Well done. Um, Probably now 70 years old. <laughs> <laughs> no, what, what are you trying to say, bro? Like, it was only maybe 1992. Oh, he He's was, Peter Parker in that If film? he was 30 in it, he'd be 60 now. Shut up. Don't. <laughs> just don't. Don't remind me. I'm I'm the same age as Diesel, probably, and some however old he is in dog years. Diesel is fifteen. Oh Diesel. So whatever fifteen times seven. He's an active fifteen year old. Do you know what? Fifteen like, year old dog. He is very good for his age. Uh, a lot of people don't believe how old he is, especially vets actually. Yeah, like vets are I like, no nah, way. And I'm like, no, Jazz is like he's been my Mrs. Jazz, he was her dog when uh, she was a little girl. Um and we've sort of procured him now, now oh, that we've yeah, moved out. Um, but anyway, he's a very good dog. This isn't a dog podcast. This it is, is not. The I wish it was. Talk Nerdy to Me podcast. Thank you for listening. Uh, we're going to do a few more episodes like this. I'll do some more fan film stuff. Yeah, with I'd, the other I'd guys like to come back and do some more as well. Yeah, we're going to do some other episodes as well. And we've got obviously the Kenobi spoiler review will be coming soon. I think we'll be a boys spoiler review with Bibby because we do that every year. Um, so yeah thank you for listening don't forget to go to www.talknerdy.uk don't forget to email us at talknerdyuk at gmail.com and thank you Dan thank you Jay and thank you everyone for listening we've been talking nerdy we have been no (laughs) (laughs) oh I've had this on every show with each of you it's so bad so I say we've been talking nerdy and then we both shout Keep talking, nerdy. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> we have. <laughs> and Dan did it wrong. The other Dan did it wrong. Pete's also, I'm pretty sure he's misfired as well. So try this one more time. I've been Jay. I've been Hagrid. And we've been talking, nerdy. Keep, Keep talking, talking, nerdy! What the hell was that?